TikTok, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy here once again with some good conversation. Tiny table, big room. Uh, just to let you know, we went ahead and just went right on into the pod. We kind of set up and just started immediately talking, uh, and we kind of realized we were just already talking about what we're going to be talking about, so we just kept going. So let's so jump in. We're going to cut in right now. There's different W's for different seasons, and he was talking about like not every season is just... <coughs> a season of quantity where you're just growing the youth ministry. He's like, there's some seasons of quality. And and he was talking about like, you need to talk to your, you know, board and pastors. We don't really have yeah. that, but he's like, you need to talk to whoever your supervisor is and be like, listen, give me three months to do quality. Mm-hmm. And on the back of that quality will come quantity. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, this is not really part of the pod, but like pastor mm-hmm. tucked his head in at some point last week. I don't know where you were, but basically he was like... I was gone, baby! Yeah, I don't know where you were, but he was like saying something, and he was like, uh, you know, we should be getting 50 in each room. He's like, I saw where you guys were bleeding for 40. He's like, that's not good enough. And I was like, well, pastor, to be honest, I was like, I'm kind of believing that the ones that we do have right now will grow in their faith before we get the yeah. 50 in each room. And he was like, all right, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, like, like, I am believing for the numbers, but like right now, my focus... I mean, and hopefully this is not the wrong heart of it, but I'm, my focus is really let's let's produce the quality yes. right now. <laughs> yes, like kind of in where we were, what feels like last year, where we were talking about how like we want to make sure that our students are having the right heart, right focus, so that way when these new kids come, they see how it's done. Yeah, and not let them be the ones that are driving the feel of the room or whatever. So I don't know. And I feel like when I watched it last night, it really ministered to my heart. So it's like, and then hearing you say that, it seems like we're on the same page spiritually without even really talking about it. Cause it seems like post camp, we have a lot of students that are just like, there's something. And and even in me too, we'll just go right into it. Is like, there's something that's being revigorated Mm -hmm. or maybe something that has started that was maybe never even there before. And it's like, I want to grow that. Yes. Let's grow that passion. Let's grow that fire. And it's just kind of one of those things that I believe like fire produces fire. I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how a forest fire gets started, right? It needs at least one spark to get it going. That's right. And we used to, I I mean, I've told this story many times, but when I lived in Colorado, we'd have wildfires all the time in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And we used to sit up on the ridge and we'd watch them just burn across the Rocky Mountains. And it was so cool and kind of devastating, but it was really cool because you'd see these trees that are full of sap Mm. and the sap would reach a boiling point to where the tree would explode. And when the tree would explode, balls of burning sap of fire, (laughs) great balls of fire, you know, would literally fly through the air to a place where there was no fire. And then boom, fire would start at that place, you know? And they called on us a lot because we had all this heavy equipment from the rock quarry. So they would call us like, we need you to dig these big, dirt trenches because when the fire fire. runs into that but man when some of these trees would explode they would jump right over that trench because the explosion would shoot burning balls of sap over the 20 yard trench that we cut with the loader and so it's kind of cool too because when you look at it spiritually speaking like when someone's really on fire even though the devil might bring obstacles he might bring stuff to deter that to put that out to quench that there's nothing stopping god yeah nothing can ever stop the creator of the universe you know, um, well, let me say this, and this might be something that we can talk about, put it in context. The only thing that can stop him is our decision not to cooperate with him. Agreed. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that that stops him. It's just he's going to find someone. Right. <laughs> His yeah. will still going to get done. Yeah, yeah. It might just stop in that moment, in that particular 
fashion or whatever, but it's still going <laughs> to happen. It's still going to manifest somewhere God's with like, someone because God is God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I don't want him to choose someone else. Mm. I want the fire to be right here. Mm. And so I'm going to choose to cooperate with it. And God will always find a way. He yeah. will always find a way to get his will done in the earth. You know, whatever that means. If Noah wouldn't have listened, he would have found someone who did. If Moses, Moses wouldn't have listened, he would have found someone who was willing to cooperate with him. And so let us just be those people yeah. who say, here am I, Lord. Yeah. You know, you choose me. I choose to cooperate with it. And so um, I really want to focus on that, like, <coughs> in the closing months of this year, which is just crazy to say. I said it the other day. <laughs> last night I was on a walk with Kai and the kids and we're like oh man September 1st like because that's where like we're gonna start decorating for fall and Halloween on September 1st wow, excited. let's go and I, I said it to Kai I was like I was like Halloween's almost here which means Christmas is almost here and I was like I'm so Robert right now yes! like what's happened to me let's go <laughs> it's August and I'm excited about Christmas right <laughs> I just have to watch it because I get so excited that before I even experience it, I got, I start getting bummed out. I'm like, dang, I missed the holidays <laughs> and they haven't even happened yet. Oh it's just gosh. so crazy how our minds are. Uh, and I really want to enjoy the season. Let me just not rush it. Let me enjoy everything that's coming up. Oh. But see, like even with that, like let's enjoy this yes. season of growing the quality of this faith. Like yeah. even yeah, now, yeah, yeah. like, I don't know, like, there's a, a part of me that's just like, why aren't we all getting this? Like, mm. oh, my gosh. Like, it's kind of, like, frustrating and a little bit, you know, not not super bad because I feel like we're what feels like miles away than we were last year at this it's point true. in the true, realm true. of the spirit. But, like, yeah, that's good point. you know what I mean? But, mm -hmm. like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, we're just so close. Well, I mean, yeah. need to get there. But at the same time, like, how cool for us to even look over this, this past year to be, like, looking at particular students to see, like, how far they've that's come. That's right. You know what so I mean? And like to see like where they're at now. Mm. And while in some ways it's kind of frustrating because it took so long, but at the same time, like this process to watch them on this journey is also enjoyable and very yeah. cool to experience. It's the best part. To see them grab a hold of it for themselves, not for what we want for them, but because they genuinely want yes. it. Yes. And I think that's another cool thing about like even with God, like if, if he really wanted to, he could have created a bunch of robots that will immediately do his will without even a second guess about it. But the fact is he chooses imperfect people that get to choose to cooperate or mm. not is kind of wonderful and kind of beautiful, beautiful that, yeah. that there are people that genuinely are choosing to follow after God because they love him. Yes. Not because they're feeling forced to right. because they have no other option. Like, we still have the option. Like, we read in Today in Daily Bread, like, I step before you life and death. Choose life. Like, right. I love that God gave us two options and was like, but you should probably but here's choose. the answer. Here's the answer yeah. right here. You have them before you, but here's the answer. But you have to decide. <laughs> That's right. You have to decide if you're going to do it. So it is, it is cool. Like, even in the moments of frustration, I am also encouraged because it is working. Yes. And, and yes. I'm seeing it within our students. And that's so amazing because this is just a... This is the little spark. Yeah. This is the little sap ball that's about to fly across the... <laughs> that's across right. The and be a ball of sap. <laughs> be, be sticky for Jesus. Yes. Um, but it, it's interesting. We just... One reason we love it so much is because when you see people making that decision, as we have in our lives, and, and like I said in the comment section of that post today with amongst the staff, is like it's, it's not a decision we make once. It's, mm -hmm. This is not a one and done. This is a decision we make every, every single day. day when we wake up in the morning. This is what I choose. I choose life today. Yes. And what is life? I am life. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the truth, 
the life yeah. and the way. So yeah. when you're choosing life, you're saying, I'm making a decision for Jesus today, right? Yeah. I have chosen to follow him, and that's a decision we make every day. Now, the reason why we get so excited about that is because when people make that decision from a genuine, authentic heart, not they're not saying I'm going to be perfect because sure. no one's perfect. Jesus Absolutely. is the only perfect one. But they're saying, I'm going to try and do my very best to be a disciple and a follower of Jesus. Man, that gets me so excited because now the things that have been promised to them in the word of God will begin to manifest in their mm. life. They'll begin to see what Jesus paid that high price for. The things he died for on Calvary begin to work in the life of the believer. And there's nothing more magnificent than watching that happen. Mm. There, when, when, like I'm, I'm going to be talking about this tonight. Uh, the tonight's title of the service is called The Price of Loving You. Mm. And it's all about, I feel like sometimes we don't love him because we don't really understand how much he loves us. Yeah. And so the price of him loving us, man, when you think about it, like when Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. Mm -hmm. Do we really understand what it cost him to give us his peace? Because mm. the scriptures say the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. So what That's does that crazy. mean? Everything that would disrupt my life and cause interference with peace in my life. He said, let me just take that all on me and in me yeah. so my disciples can have peace. Wow. And when someone makes a decision every day to follow Jesus, it's so cool because there can be turbulent storms all around, but yet we have peace mm. because Jesus took that storm upon himself and in himself. Yeah. I mean, think about that. The stuff that enrages us, the stuff that tries us, the stuff that... The, the storms of life, he, like, we've had some crazy storms this summer. Gosh, man, so annoying. And we've seen all the wind. I love it. We've seen all I'm the wind, <laughs> and we see the rain, and the thunder, and the lightning, and we see all that stuff. But I want to look at it even further. He, he didn't just feel that, and he took it within himself. Mm, yeah. And took our storm and put it in him. Mm. And the inner turmoil that these storms try to cause for us, Jesus said, let me just this is the price of loving you. I'll take that storm and it's almost like I'll ingest it and take it upon myself and within myself so you can have peace. So good. It's so powerful. And when someone makes, that's why we get excited, right? Because we're like, man, now they're no longer going to hear Cody and I talk about peace, but they actually get to experience yeah. Yeah. peace. Yeah. And what a wonderful thing. They no longer have to hear us talk about by his stripes, you were healed. Mm -hmm. But now when something comes up, they can claim that for themselves and say, you know what? I am the healed of yeah, the Lord. Yeah. And they no longer, you know, just everything. Mm -hmm. It's so cool when people get on fire for God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, because then stuff just starts popping like popcorn, man. Mm. And it's no longer like empty promises, but it's actually like, whoa, yeah. this stuff is true. Yeah. And I can really experience it in my life. Mm. And that's a powerful, wonderful thing to watch. Yeah, man. It makes me excited because I know that's what's about to happen. Mm. It's, it's like we're on the cusp. It is. We're on the cusp of like this, this breakthrough, mm. if you will, here at Ablaze Youth. And really, I just think in our church in general, like, I mean, it's, <laughs> not, it's not just Ablaze Youth. Feel it it yeah. is really like yeah, you can feel it, man. the whole seawall, <laughs> everything, you know, everything that seawall represents, you know, obviously we represent God and everything like that. But there's almost like this, this inner working shift that's happening Momentum. across our, yeah and, and our whole congregation and it yes. seems to really 
at least maybe just because we're heavily involved in youth, but Ooh. I can really see it in youth right yeah. now. Like I, I, I'm really excited because I feel like I have a lot of young kids in junior high right now, yeah. and it's really cool because I feel like they know nothing, which is awesome. I don't have to like correct a lot of bad stuff, which is great. <laughs> like <laughs> you what we what talked about, you don't have to format. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of clean <laughs> slates over here. I don't have to reboot you or anything like that. I just get to give you like the good stuff like right out the gate, which is awesome. And uh, but it seems like at times like they're very quiet. Mm. but I can tell there's things that are being like dots that are being connected. You know mm. what I mean? Like these little bread crumbs that are like, they're picking it up and they're falling along the trail, but they're about to stumble upon and encounter the real God for themselves. Praise God. Mm. And that's what I want. Amen. And that's what I believe is going to happen is that like this, you know, we, we've been talking about it for a while. It feels like now, but this is a real thing. This yeah. is real life. Yeah. And we can have this real encounter with God mm on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a constant basis. Mm. And I'm excited because I think that's about to, what's about to open up. People are tired of the fake and they're ready for the real. Yeah. Amen. And, and I believe our, our younger generation is really tired of the fake and they only want the real. Right. <laughs> and I think they, they don't want to settle for anything other than that, which is awesome and great. And I think we're about there. Yeah. Amen. We've seen some stuff, you know, shifting and, and we just know uh, and this is what we believe faith is now. And so I, I believe, man, it's already started. Mm. It's already happening. And it's just now it's just growing. It's yeah. just expanding. It's just going as those balls of fiery sap. It's going from <laughs> person to person, place yeah. to place. And uh, it's just a privilege and an honor to be a part of it mm. to the smallest of roles, whatever that may look like. Just let me be a part of it. Let me be a part of whatever god is doing in the earth today yeah and let me decide to cooperate with it let me decide to work with it in my own life and then also as we worship corporately whatever's whatever i got to do to be a part of this just let me do it to be a part of it and that's really been my prayer for like going on the last mm. year and a half is like whatever you need from me and we've talked about this many times on the podcast whatever i gotta kill <laughs> whatever's gotta die so i can be a part of it so something can live whatever i gotta say whatever i gotta do whatever i gotta cut out of my life like that's a great prayer to pray is like, Lord, whatever has to happen, I'm willing to work with it. If you need me to cut out video games, I'll cut it out. If you need me to fast, I'll fast. If you need me to read, I'll read. Whatever you need from me so I can be a part of this, that's what I'm committed to doing, and that's what I will do every single day. Amen. You know, we're about to have a leaders meeting uh, this Wednesday, or this Friday, Friday night, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I don't really know, like, what the format is or whatever exactly, like, how it's going to work out, but, like, a scripture that keeps coming in mind um, and it seems to ring true for this moment is Galatians 6, 9. It says, let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of Amen. blessing if we don't give mm. up. And at times, you know, kind of like what I'm saying, like it can feel frustrating because we've been like at it for so long. And it seems like it's like, oh my gosh, like let's just do this already. But it's like if we don't give up at just the right time, yeah. at the opportune time, the appointed time, that is when the blessing comes. That is when the moments happen that we've been believing for. Amen. That's what we've been believing yeah. God for. We've been praying for. We've been seeking yeah. after. And I think even those that are listening, maybe you're not directly involved with what we are doing here at Ablaze Youth, but whatever it is that God has called for your in life. In your life, that's right. That, that you are a part of yeah. and, and what he's called you into. Don't grow tired in this moment. Don't, yep. don't grow yeah, tired yeah, yeah. in what he's called you to do in this work that you are working with the Lord because if you don't give up yes. at just the right time, that's when the promise happens. That's when the blessing happens. But on the other side, if you do give up, yeah. you know, 
I, I, like Robert said, God's still going to make a way, but how much better would it be to be a part of the, That's to, right. to experience what you've been working for, That's to right. experience what you've been praying for. Like, like I've already invested so much. Yeah. Like I don't want to pull out now. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> I'm not ready to give up on my investment. I want to see it through the Amen. end so I can get the return that I believe for. You know, and that's not from selfish ambition. And when I say my return, I really I'm more so just like his return, you know, their return. Like, I want to see what's been in our heart for Amen. so long. So we can't give up. We that's have right. to we have to keep focused on the goal that God has set before us. Don't grow tired in well doing. Just go for it. And I was I was praying this morning. I knew that we there was a potential to shoot a pod this morning and, and what I kept getting in my heart is like I want to speak to someone today that's 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 being challenged that's going through a challenge. Mm. Like let me just talk to somebody that maybe things not great right now. And because this is what I truly believe. I believe that the greatest battle comes right before our greatest victory. Mm. And in line with that scripture that you read, we can't give up. Yeah. Because victory even though we already have it because it's a finished work, sometimes we have to fight this good fight of faith and we have to push through, you know, like with what the Apostle Paul said, with perseverance, you know what I mean, comes the trying of your faith and the perfecting of your faith. And so we have to persevere when everything around us looks chaotic. We have to look at everything, um, you know, through this lens of faith that, yes, I am more than an overcomer mm -hmm. and I can beat this. So I'm not going to give up. So anyone that may be challenging right now, just understand that challenge is coming to you for a reason. It's, it's on purpose to try to keep you mm. from getting that blessing that Cody was talking about, whatever that may look like in your life. Maybe it's something for your family. Maybe it's something with your job. Maybe it's something internally within you. It, the, it's right there. You're yeah. right on the cusp of it, but you cannot grow weary in well-doing. You've got to pick up your head and you've got to say within yourself, you know what? I'm committed to this. It doesn't matter what kind of storm is raging all around me. I have his peace and yeah. I'm going to keep going one step at a time, one mm day at a time, one positive confession at a time, uh, by faith, by faith, by faith, I'm going to walk and I'm going to trust in him Amen. and I'm going to do it. And when you have that pit bull determination on the inside of you, I'm telling you the blessing will come sooner than later because, uh, our father in faith used to say it this way. If you're willing to believe God forever, you won't have to. Yeah. So it's like, if you're willing, if you say, okay, it, do, I, I can be in this storm for the next 50 years. I don't care. I believe God. Amen. I do not care. I trust God. Amen. Then that tells me the storm's not going to last 50 years because your faith is greater than the storm yeah. and you're allowing him to walk you through that valley of yeah. the shadow of death no matter how long. And I think we have to realize that, you know what, it may be a season, but it doesn't matter. I'm not giving up. I've yeah. got a certain uh, biblical tenacity about me where I will not be moved. Mm. I will not give up on this. I will not grow weary in well-doing. Some days it's going to be challenging. Some days are harder than others, but it it doesn't matter. I've got some spiritual grit about me Amen. and I'm not going to give up. And we need some of that. Yeah. We, we really need, we've gotten so soft as a culture mm. and we've let that creep into our spirituality where we just want to like cleanse our hands and walk away from it. And be like, Oh, I tried this. Well, no, we got to have some grit. Yeah. We've got to be willing to get kicked in the jaw by <laughs> life and by the devil and say, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. My outcome is victory. Mm. I do not care. You gave me your best punch, but guess yeah. what? I've got one better. My king defeated you. And so you've done some things in the natural to try to mess with me. <laughs> but guess what? The <laughs> messer's becoming the messy, baby. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and just throw it back in his face and be like, I don't care. You're a liar. And not only that, you're a defeated liar. Yeah. And this too shall pass. Yeah, yeah. And my season of victory is right now. Mm. 
and I will reap the harvest. I will see what I've been believing God for. I will see what is promised because I'm not going to grow weary and I'm not going to give up. And that blessing, hallelujah, that's been promised that I've been fighting for is now. Amen. And just don't give up. Dang. Keep going. Uh, I know the devil comes to challenge all of us. And just, man, just, uh, just get in there and say, I can do all things Amen. through Christ who strengthens me. I can do this. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My God is greater than my challenge. Amen. And I read a scripture on Sunday for tithes and offering, and I was telling Rachel last night, it's amazing how sometimes you read a scripture and like, like I studied it for tithes and offering, but I didn't see it until I read it Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, cool. That happens. <laughs> that's happened. <laughs> but there's that word in 2 Corinthians 9, 7 where it said, God is able. Mm. He's able. Wow. And like when I read it on Sunday morning, I was I, in my, I have this, for those of you that don't know, when you're preaching, there's so much stuff that's going on. Like you have the things you're reading, the things you're saying, and then sometimes an internal monologue of things that you're thinking. Yeah. And like when I read it, I was in my mind, I was like, what is my God not able to do? Mm. There's nothing. Yeah. That he can't. He, For God to be God, he has to be able to do everything. Come on now. Say <laughs> that again. Like if God yes. is God, he is able to do anything and everything. He's able. That's why, like, it's been, you know, a little bit on my, uh, I guess it was a few months ago or whatever, but I was like, don't put God on a box. Like, yes. you, you are the one That's in right. some ways. Mm. Uh, you're it's the true. one that lets the lid off on how much God's able to do in your life. It or is, puts it on. Or puts it on. You are the one that decides how much you want God to work in your life. You are the one that determines how able he is in your life. And so if mm. God is more than able and is able, then just let him work in your life. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that to sound mean, like just let him work in your life, but it's more of just like allow him to work in your life. Let him be a part of this process. See, but that's the thing is it's like it's not if God is able. Right. God is able. Yes. Yeah. I guess when so I say, so it's like we yeah. need to. That's what we need to believe. Yeah. It's like, and I know I wasn't attacking what you were saying. It's just like it's been a shift in my mind. Yeah. And it's like, wow, on Sunday morning, I've been doing this for twenty plus years, and I know I've read that scripture a thousand times, but all of a sudden it just jumped out. Just that one word, able. Mm. He is able. Yeah. If not, like I love the way you said it. If not, he's not God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's things he can't do then he's not God. He is God. And he wants to do some mighty, this is what Rachel and I've been saying for the last week. We're, we're, uh, we're, this is the year of miracles. And I know it's like, we got like five months left, but we believe we're walking out miracles in real time. Amen. Things that we could not do in our own ability, things we could not do in our own strength because we're trusting God. And we have precedence, uh, precedence for that in scripture, Amen. because look at every book of the Bible and look at how Men and women, holy men and women of old, how they accomplished great feats when every single thing in the natural said this is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the same God that mm-hmm. we serve today. So if they had miracles, and like we talked about on the last pod, if we have all this extra stuff available to us, including the Holy Spirit, then we should be walking out miracles too. Amen. And so we've drawn some lines in the sand and we said, okay, it's our season for miracles. Yeah. Everywhere. Amen. In my job in my ministry, let me rephrase, in our job, in our ministry, in our family, uh, with our friends, with our country, with everything, miracles. Amen. Because that, we serve a miracle working God. Amen. And that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else to be said. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just have to contend for it and believe for it and he'll do it. Man. Because he's faithful to his word. 
He's faithful to a thousand generations. I mean, we talked about it last week, but it's like, how much should that help you with your confidence? You know what I mean? Like knowing that you're walking with the one that is able to do anything. (sighs) Yes. I mean, that is amazing. The fact that that is so awesome and so wonderful. Like there is literally that that is nothing that can come against you because you have the God that is capable of anything and everything on your side allow that God that is able to do anything and everything to work in your life. Be confident in the God that, that, that you serve. Be confident in the God that you walk with because he is the one that is able to perfect all the things that concern you. Mm. He is the one that is able to bring you strength when you're weak. He is the one that's able to give you peace when you Amen. have anxiety. He is the one that gives you health when you are sick. He is the one that gives you hope when you are hopeless. Amen. What more yes. could you need? Yeah. You have the one that has it all. Yeah. There's no limits to his There's power. There's no limits to this limitless God. <laughs> yeah, right. It's amazing. And so it's just about tapping into that. So as you look at your challenge today, look at it through the lens of your challenge compared to the God that you serve. Yeah. And we've, we've heard it said this way and we've heard it preached this way. The giants are real big when that's all you're looking at. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the, the vastness and the greatness and the mightiness and the the bigness of your God, how small that giant actually right. becomes. Yeah. And so it's about perspective and, mm-hmm. and, and focus and what are we looking at and what are we, uh, what are we giving our attention to? If, if all you give your attention to is your bills, then those bills are going to mount up. Yeah. If all you give your attention to is uh, all you're thinking about and meditating on and pondering all day is the issues you're having with your family, and then those issues are going to get really, really big. Man, that's a whole oh my gosh. That, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so if you put your attention on God, how big is God going to be in your life? Yes. Right. Like that that is the perspective shift right now. Let's shift our attention to where it deserves to be, yes. where it should be. Focus on how big your God is rather than how big your circumstances that's right. are. Because he is the one that is bigger than all those things. And it's not about ignoring your circumstance. It's about changing your attention to get God involved in your circumstance. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, I have this going on, yeah. but that's not going to be my focus. He's going to be my focus so him and I together can take care of what's Amen. going on. Amen. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to ignore this stuff. If, if, stuff's, if there's stuff going on in my family, I'm not ignoring that. I'm just giving my attention to God. Because so, here's the deal. Every challenge you're facing, every problem we face, if we could fix it, we would. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, we wouldn't have a need for him. Yeah. That's sure. the whole point of this. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not to get too theological, but that's the whole point of the law was to show you can't uphold this without him. Mm-hmm. That's why we needed the law. You couldn't keep those Ten Commandments without him. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so he really gave Moses the law to show people how flawed they were to show them you really need a savior. Mm -hmm. You need someone to come live this perfect life who can fulfill these commandments and show you how to do it. And then furthermore, he's going to die to send the Holy Spirit to help you be able to fulfill this life and live this way. And so when we turn our, so I'm not ignoring the issues I have within my family. I'm not ignoring the issues I have within my career. I'm not ignoring the issues that I have within my finances. All I'm saying is, man, I'm going to grab a hold. I need him. Yeah. And I'm going to get a hold of him so he can get right in the middle of all this mm-hmm. so he can fix it because he's the only one that can fix it. I clearly can't do anything about yeah. this. I'm limited in my ability, but he's not limited in his ability. Right. And so I think that's what the cooperation process looks like is us yielding to him mm-hmm. and saying, okay, I'm choosing to bring you into this situation. And like that scripture says in Zechariah 4, 6, because it's not by might. 
and it's not by power, but it's by his spirit, says the Lord. So let me just get the presence of God in this situation. Let me get the spirit of God involved in this situation. Let me get the word of God involved in this situation, and then just let God do God things. Amen. Amen. You know what I mean? And that's what the cooperation process, and lots of times we miss out on the cooperation process because we're so busy with our tension set on speaking of fires, I got to put up this family fire, this career fire, this bill, this, 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 this. And yeah. all of it is, is a deterrent to keep the one who can fix it out of our life. Mm. Yeah. And so recognize the challenge for what the challenge is, is to try to keep the creator from doing creative things in your life. Mm. And so just say, woo. And this is what, this is how Rachel and I look at it. In our perspective is every single time something comes up, we look at each other and we say, it's just another opportunity for God to do a miracle. Amen. That's all it is. Amen. Boom. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Don't get discouraged by it. Now you have to war against that because yeah. your flesh wants to get For discouraged. Sure. Your mind wants, your emotions and your mind and even your will is just like, this is exhausting. Mm -hmm. But in our spirit, we know yeah. it's just another opportunity for God to do God things. Yeah. yeah. And he will because he's faithful. Amen. And he will because he's good. And he will because he's already paid the price. And he will because it's already done. And he will because I'm choosing to cooperate Amen. with it. Man, yeah, so like what Rob's been saying, whatever challenges that you have going on in your life this week or in this moment in time, consider this an opportunity for the big God to do some big God things in your life. Yes. And seek him and have him be involved in this process. Have him be involved in this circumstance. Have him be involved yep. in this trial. Have him be involved in whatever it is that it is that's going on because he is the answer to see you through, okay? So trust him follow after him and let him be involved. And like Robert said, let the creator do some creative things in your life. Amen. I'm looking up this scripture real quick. It's in Matthew 8, 2, and we all know it, but it says a man with leprosy, a man with leprosy, leprosy, <laughs> leprosy, Thank you. Leprosy. I don't know why I was adding some extra. <laughs> leprosy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, now this is key. Lord, if you are willing, mm -hmm. can you make me clean? And then I love what Jesus responded. Of course I'm willing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's, we just have to understand. Jesus replied with his hand out to the man. I am willing. He yeah. said, be clean. And immediately the man was cleansed from leprosy. <clears throat> it goes to the heart of it. God is willing. Yeah. Jesus is the greatest representation on God and earth. Mm -hmm. He said, when you see me, you see the father. If you want to know what the will of God is, just look at the things that Jesus said and the things that Jesus did, because you see, he is the word of God. We know the word of God is the will of God. Jesus was the word of God manifested in flesh, lived before us, all the character, all the virtue, all everything that the word of God is. Jesus was the embodiment of that. So if the word of God is the will of God, you can look at Jesus and see the will of God. So when Jesus told this man who was struggling and the man came to him and said, are you willing to take care of this? And Jesus said, I'm willing. Yeah. So whatever we're struggling with, we have to understand that Jesus is willing mm -hmm. to take it from us, to fix it, and to make it right. Amen. But Amen. we've got to be like that, that man with leprosy. He came to Jesus, mm -hmm. and he laid it down at him, and he said, I can't do anything about this. Yeah. Are you willing to fix it? Yeah. And Jesus said, the hard part's already done. You came to me. Amen. That was the hard part. Yeah. Now's the easy part because it's in my hands, not in your hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus said, I'm willing, and immediately. Yeah. So just know that whatever, like we've said it so many times on this podcast, whatever you're facing, God is greater. Amen. Amen. Whatever, you're, whatever that challenge may be, don't give up. 
because right on the heels of that challenge is the blessing. And whatever, you know, your outcome, Rachel has this written down in our house all over the place. Our outcome is always victory. Why? Because God is willing and God is able. Amen. And all we have to do is the, all we have to do is believe. Amen. Like what he told Jairus, only believe. Mm -hmm. You got this great storm that's affecting your family, only believe. Mm -hmm. Believe what? The word. Amen. Jesus is the word. Believe that I can fix this. Believe I can make this right. Believe I can take care of it and I can take care of you because that is the promises all through the word of God. He's able, he's willing, and if we give him the chance, he will do mighty things among us. Amen. And so just come to God, kneel down before him. I like how it says this leprosy came and knelt before Jesus. Mm. He just knelt down and was like, here I am. Yeah. I almost think of it like a surrender. Like he finally, yes. he finally was like, all right, yes. <laughs> I'm no longer going to worry about this anymore. Mm. I'm no longer going to try to work this anymore. I give up. And it's, and it's how long did it take to come to that place of surrender? Let's just yeah. get there quicker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like don't go through a 50-year storm before you surrender. Just surrender now yeah. and be like, all right, clearly I can't do this. Let me just surrender. Amen. And you you do it because you're able yeah. and, and you want to. Yeah. You're able and you're willing. Amen. And boom, I surrender. Man, we should sing that song. I surrender to you. <laughs> the pod took a turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the one that you're talking about. <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah. Give God a chance today. Give him the opportunity. Amen. Surrender. Surrender to him today. <coughs> Don't wait anymore. Don't wait any longer. Mm. Don't spend 50 years in the storm. Spend one less day right now. Yes. <laughs> Get out there. Involve, have God be involved in mm. your life and see the promise come to pass. Do not give up. Do not grow weary in this well-doing at just the right time. Your promise and your blessing are going to come to pass. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.